When you hear the phrase, soft as steel, what do you think of? While the word steel might conjure up images such as massive high-rise buildings, where does the soft part come in? And what exactly does this mean in our work and in our lives? Welcome to the Soft as Steel podcast with your host, Dennis Duran, featuring engaging conversations with a wide range of industry leaders around soft skills, how we practice love, inclusion, social justice, and compassionate leadership that's everlasting in the workplace. And now, here's Dennis Duran. Elise Grandmar Sparky Bridges. She's the founder of Blue Ribbons Worldwide. The Who I Am Makes a Difference Blue Ribbon Ceremony was born out of her desire to create a world where all people would be connected, valued, and loved. In 1979, she was a 37-year-old wife, mother, and successful businesswoman going through a divorce, feeling lost, alone, and desperate for love. She had thoughts of suicide daily. Instead, she managed to find a way to heal the pain of others and bring love to 50 million people throughout the world. She began to teach kids, teachers, parents, neighbors, business people, everyone she met, how to express their appreciation, respect, and love, value uniqueness, and empower dreams. Her deepest desire is that you will know who you are, why you were born, and the difference you make. You will not be alone. Instead, you will be part of a global team helping to unite humanity through the power of love for this generation and all generations to come. The power of love is the ultimate motivator to end conflict, as Grandma Sparky would say, enhance health and prosperity and make dreams come true. Oh, and by the way, you can join in fulfilling the mission by ordering 10 free ribbons on Sparky's website, www.blueribbons.org, or send a free virtual blue ribbon today. Sponsor a youth or school into our leadership training today. So I'm doing a little bit of uh, outreach for this endeavor because I think it's so vitally important. And on a very personal level, I think it's one of the most exciting and most human endeavors that I've ever had the pleasure of being associated with by my meeting Sparky a couple of years ago. Welcome to the Soft as Steel podcast. I'm so grateful to be here. Soft and steel. I love it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that was your first one. You laughed. Oh, my first snort, yes. We're going to do a snort count. Okay. So, Sparky, you know that my primary audience in my endeavors, in my business of consulting and training, what have you, is the construction industry. Mm-hmm. But as I've, if you've, you've heard me say during our, our time together, just literally just about a year ago, we were conducting the Softest Steel Summit. Actually, so I think it was the 14th of February. So it's coming up. Wow. In that summit, obviously, the folks that were there, and they were all phenomenal, including yourself, of course, came from a variety of backgrounds. There were a couple of people that had a direct connection to the construction industry. But one of the thoughts that I have in my teaching about soft skills is that every business and every industry is a service business, whether it's for profit, for nonprofit. We all have service enterprises that we are involved with. And the key about that is that we serve people. Your mission is a significant one, eclipses so many other missions that people have in their lives. But the idea that if we're good with that, we serve people. And as our mutual friend Steve Farber would say, and you exemplify this in so many, so many ways, just as you live and breathe every day of your life. Right. Do what you love, 
in the service of people who love what you do. And that is you to a T. It happens, I think I wear the mantle or associate with it pretty happily and gratefully. But I think the thing that's important and why I wanted you to have this conversation with you is that one could say, well, you know, this is the softest steel podcast and it's primarily for construction people. Why are you having someone talking about ribbons? Well, I think it's said well in your introduction, but I want to ask you questions and hear you talk more about it. So let's start with this question. As you think about how you view the world that you touch every day, the world locally in California and the bigger world that you touch, where do you see at least where the doors may be cracking open on this notion that the idea that a person makes a difference, the idea that love is something which embraces everyone if they allow it to embrace them. Are you seeing doors cracking open to make that more possible? I'll say that I believe that the doors crack open because of people like you, me, and those that have been the forerunners Mm-hmm. That you know to open this, it takes time for people to keep hearing the same message over and over again in different ways. Um, to, to even think about the word love, uh, since it, the in my experience, ninety um, percent of the world focuses on what's not working. Mm-hmm. It's br- blame, shame, and complaining about about themselves and others every day. So how can we know that we love the word love to love ourselves first? And you mentioned about construction. Um, uh, I always thought that when I created the, the who I am makes a difference, blue ribbon ceremony, um, that it was a compass pointing toward what was working and how to acknowledge the worth and importance of people. And in construction, I said, you can't see love. It is like to build a, a high-rise building, you have to dig down and, and create the foundation first, correct? Mm-hmm. You can't see it once the building is built, but without the foundation, it would crumble. Mm-hmm. And so where there is a foundation of, of love and respect and understanding and seeing what's working instead of what isn't, I think that is what's holding us together right now. It's the glue, especially after COVID, mm-hmm. when people are literally starving for recognition yeah. and knowing that they matter. Yeah. Um, where where do you where do you see uh, and and feel uh, the the most optimistic? Um, and I'm thinking now in terms of, of of the kinds of people, the generations of people, uh, even even to the backgrounds of people who uh, altogether uh, we've gone through a, a period of over two years that has has permanently changed every living, breathing human being in in some noticeable way. So where do you see the where's the where the, where are the positive? Okay, I'm gonna. I got so many positives that it's really ex- exciting. Okay, so for years and years and years, I've been in this work about 41 years now, and I'm 80 years old. So the one thing that I a couple of things. One is that if if you don't know how to honor somebody and tell somebody that they matter, if you don't have a way to do that that's simple and and supportive. Uh, then all we're going to be doing is looking at what's not working. But what is working is um, I'd always seen that it would be role reversal, that the kids would actually be teaching the adults mm-hmm. uh, 41 years ago. Today, I want to acknowledge 19-year-old Hannah Katz. I, I train leaders of leaders, youth and adult leaders all over the world 
to lead their cities, their states, their countries, and now a whole continent in, in Latin America, how to how to um, how to how to the kids teaching uh, adults how to point to what is working, mm-hmm. how to how to respect and, and acknowledge. Each each thing that's happening every day. And Anna, who's 19 years old, she um, graduated our course and is certified. And she said uh, to her her principal, and she just got approved by the Carlsbad uh, Unified School Board um, uh, in in California mm-hmm. to train 11,000 elementary, middle, and high school students. And they will honor uh, 50,000 people in their community with our blue ribbon ceremony. Uh, pointing to what's working and write the stories of the difference it makes. Mm-hmm. And in uh, 60 seconds or less, they will be saving lives. They'll be eradicating bullying. Mm-hmm. They'll be enhancing health and vitality. They'll be um, uh, making dreams come true that heal our planet. Mm-hmm. But it's the kids that are going to be bringing that in mm-hmm. and showing the way. So I think that's pretty exciting. And yes. and that's what, and I'm, I'm, I'm duplicating my work all over the world right now. So with other leaders, so pretty soon my goal is to see a billion people honored with our blue ribbon mm-hmm. that says who I am makes a difference because it is, it is a simple 60 second uh, tool mm-hmm. that actually tells people how much they're loved. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Am I making some sense here? You are, you're making a lot of sense. Um, you know, I'm th- I'm thinking about uh, again in, in the the world that I live uh, primarily, which again is is a construction world. It's a it's a rough and tumble industry. Continues yes. to be. Yes. Uh, it continues to be a, a male dominated industry, uh, heavily male dominated, uh, and it continues to have uh, an existing and growing problem around issues associated with mental health, addiction, and suicide. And your your ribbon. Uh, is and those words are the, the the spark. No, no pun intended. The spark that that you know should ignite some different differences in thinking and feeling about one's existence. I was asked by the California uh, uh, building industry. They were doing a, a luncheon. There was mm-hmm. about two hundred contractors. Mm-hmm. You know, bully men that were strong, and you know, mm-hmm. and and business people and so forth. Uh, one of my board of a uh, member of my board of advisors convinced them to do the blue ribbon ceremony mm-hmm. on the stage. So I want to tell this story because I think it might it might um, just bring the heart to um, the hard hats. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I asked them to uh, uh, you know you know the blue ribbon story. I'll, I'm going to say it now. Please. The, I asked the um, so the I said I wrote a 10 minute little talk into it and I said here the president of the California um, building industry, I said, here's, here's a 10 minute talk and this is what you need to do. So he got up and he, he said, uh, this is a true story that happened in uh, New York from a, a teacher in New York that did our, did my work. And she decided to do a community building program. And she said to her students, I'm going to honor each of you with a blue ribbon and tell you how much you matter and make a difference. I'm going to cheer you all on for your dreams and I'll give you three extra ribbons and you go out and I'm going to place the ribbon above your heart and, sh- and so that you know that you have a physical tool that reminds you that you matter. And I'm giving you three extra ribbons and you could go out and, and honor somebody and give them, pay it forward so that they get a ribbon to honor another, another and come back next week. Mm-hmm. And that afternoon, 
um, the one of the high school students went to a junior executive in New York. This is Wall Street. And he honored his um, a, 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 a junior executive for helping him with his career planning. Mm-hmm. Placed the ribbon above his heart, cheered him on for his dream, gave him a bing, which is a sound that makes dreams come true. Mm-hmm. And then he gave him two extra ribbons. He said, we're doing a class project. Would you honor somebody? And then give them a ribbon to honor another and come back and tell me what happened so I can report it in class. Mm-hmm. That afternoon, the junior executive goes to his grouchy boss. <laughs> and he honors him for being a creative genius and giving him a job. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and says, I just want to honor you with this ribbon. May I place it above your, on your jacket, pointing up toward all your best dreams coming true. And I'm giving you a bing, which is a sound that makes dreams come true. And he says, and here's an extra ribbon. And um, go honor somebody and come back and tell me what happens. Because this young boy in high school uh, is going to report on, on the difference this ceremony makes. Mm-hmm. The grouchy boss is driving home in New York traffic that night, and he can't think, who am I going to honor? He sits his 14-year-old boy down when he gets home. He sits and he says, son, he said, every night I yell at you for not cleaning up your room and not getting better grade and, and, um, and not um, doing your homework. And he said, but tonight I just want to tell you that who you are makes a difference, and I love you. Hmm. And then he placed the ribbon above his boy's heart and the boy started to sob and sob. He could not stop crying, went over to a drawer, opened the drawer, pulled out a gun, looked at his dad and said, I was planning on committing suicide tomorrow, dad, because I didn't think you loved me. Mm. And now I don't have to. Wow. And so this president of the building industry shared that story. And then he brings up his partner and he takes the blue ribbon and he tells his partner how much he respects and honors him and places the ribbon above his heart. And then he looked at me and I was sitting in, in this large room in a reserve table right below. And he said, would you come up and lead everybody in the ceremony? Because everybody had a package uh, 250 people there had a package of three ribbons mm-hmm. uh, with them. Uh, which, and so I got up and I, I had them turn to each other and I, I orchestrated this. Each one got about 30 seconds to a minute to honor the person next to them. Mm-hmm. They were crying. They were hugging. Mm-hmm. They were slapping each other on the back. Mm-hmm. And I was invited from that point on to d- do a whole big project with them. Mm-hmm. So so you, this is a story in my book, Who I Am Makes a Difference, and it's a, and, and there's a bigger story behind that. But if you think about it, everybody wants their child to grow up with love, and they don't know how to do it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and now children are going home now, and they're going to be honoring their parents and their siblings, and they're telling their parents, I love you. you. You're working hard, three jobs, two jobs, trying to make it. And you're a good father or a good mother. And, and the, the parent, the, just everybody just cries. Mm-hmm. We don't, we're starving to be recognized. And so while I understand that it's rough and it's tough, Grandma Sparky can be, I've, you know, I've been around from, you know, the Arabs and the Jews and the rival gang members, uh, uh, abused and abusers and and we're all going to weep and fall to the floor you know 
I mean, mm-hmm. we just need to be loved. And fortunately, I get to, I get to bring that into this world with, a, a, with the blue ribbon tool and um, the opportunity to, for them to know how to honor each other. And now, and now that that recognition and that training is going all over um, the globe in this year, next year. So we're going for a billion people to be honored and talked mm-hmm. about what's working. Mm-hmm. That's fantastic. Why do you think it's, uh, it's so difficult uh, to, for people to find commonality, uh, despite the fact that everybody's different from everybody else? Why is it so difficult for us to find what's good, what's working? Why is it so hard? Well, that's a really good question, and I'll say it this way. We point to and we call it, it you know, we say that uh, the question comes up, is, are we divided or united? And if you said we're divided, you're right. And we could be divided on the cars we drive, the color of the clothes we wear, whether we're a scientist or an, an uh, author or an artist or whatever, what, what we've been trained in school. And I'll just, this is in my experience. And and, and whenever I was in school, um, I asked teachers, do you circle what people do right? Kids do right or circle or make that red pen mark by what you do wrong. Mm -hmm. Almost every school will say, we put the red check mark by what you do wrong. Mm -hmm. So when you're always thinking about what you're not good enough yet, you feel so undervalued and your esteem is so low and we get angry. And so we point to build ourselves up. We have to tear somebody down. Mm-hmm. In my experience, it's very hard to be a bridge between the two without validation, without respect, without empowering somebody about listening to what people say um, without defending ourselves. Mm-hmm. But it, it takes training. It it takes being in environments where you feel safe and supported and loved and respected to even know how to do that. Mm-hmm. It, it's not, it, we're already in a walking around feeling like nothing we do can make a difference. And I think it's, thank God it's Friday, Friday I'm going out for a drink. <laughs> um, you are? Not me. I go oh, out. Okay. I go oh, out to, no, I go out to no. I said everybody goes out and says, "Thank God it's Friday." Right. I say, "Thank God it's Monday." I can start my week out. I can be on fire. I can. I'm. I'm. Oh, I'm honoring people every day in the grocery store, in the gas station, and somebody walking down the street holding their kid's hand. I run across the street and go, "That's you're smiling at your kid. That's pretty cool. Let me give you a ribbon. Yeah. I want to honor you and tell you how great you are." You know. D- d- I got people doing that now every day and they're um and they're crying because they're doing it in hospitals now honoring the patients uh nurses are honoring the patients the doctors the patients are honoring their nurses it's a whole new role reversal yeah do you uh, have, have the ribbons worked where the person who who uh, who has uh, the desire to give someone else a ribbon that person, maybe someone they don't know much or anything about? Oh, yeah. Um, the fun is that people that train with me learn how to do the ceremony. Uh, and we always start out with somebody you're safe with, yes, yeah, so that, you, you know, just get comfortable. Mm-hmm. But also, 
Um, you go into a restaurant and you watch a, a waitress running around like crazy trying to serve everybody. And instead of complaining that she's not serving you on time, you, when she comes over to your uh, a man or a woman comes over, the waiter, the waitress comes over and you just say, by the way, I've been noticing that you're, you're serving all these people and you're working so hard. And I'd like to honor you with this blue ribbon and tell mm-hmm. you that I really appreciate you. They will, this woman said, um, after 22 years of being a waitress, I've never had anybody tell me that I mattered like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The mon- money and tips don't do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, uh, the, the power of those, just those six words is uh and when you just I'm, I'm looking at it on the screen yes and it it, just, it it almost mesmerizes you you know dennis what you just said is important because when i created the ribbon um in 1979 1980 actually um when i prayed on it i i you know what came through it didn't say i make a difference it says who i am mm-hmm. makes a difference that's very powerful conversation mm-hmm. and um and it was gifted to me, you know, in, in meditation. It is something that every time everybody hears it, or even if if it's put on somebody's computer and and somebody sees it and they never, never even had that acknowledgement, I have heard from people that say, I don't know where this ribbon came from, but it just changed my life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a very powerful, I'm glad you bring it up because the I am that I am in it is very powerful conversation. Yes. Yes. You know, I, I, uh, when I talk about, uh, about why soft skills or, or, or people's qualities, attributes, their personal values are so important in building long standing, long, long standing relationships. I, I, I remind people that it's, it's not about, it's not about who you are or what you do. It's about how you are yes. with the people that you encounter, you know, yes. again, you know the, the the feeling they get from your words and your actions uh, is is really is really the, the, the what makes the difference. Um, what makes a difference? You know, to pick up the second half of your phrase again, and 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 I think your who I am is a much more significant way. But it's it's in that same realm. The idea of uh, in this case, it's recognizing someone else and asking and and saying to them that that I value I value you. Uh, and so, therefore, I want I want people to know that that you, that you are someone that makes a difference. You know? Yeah, yeah. With the the kids in schools will say, "A Sparky, a kid." He's the there's uh, one boy says, "Sparky, we're stuck and stupid. Kids are stuck and stupid, <laughs> and and we're always bullying everybody and putting everybody down. But nobody gave us a way to build people up until you came." Yeah. In our whole school, everybody honored it. We honored our teachers. We honored the bus driver, the cafeteria worker, each other. And 1,500 kids are walking around uh, asking each other, what's your dream? How can I help you? What do you need? Bing, instead of, you know, you're crazy, you're dumb, you're stupid. Right. And, and, but in, until you do that as a as a whole, as a lot of, you can't just do it in one classroom right. or, or, or one home. If you do it in a, an entire community of 50, 60,000 people, you've got, you've got a consciousness shift mm-hmm. because it's, it's tangible, visible. And, um, uh, yeah. And, and, and the other thing I wanted to say is that, um, uh, the, uh, uh, the distinguished principal of the state of California said that 
that the blue ribbon ceremony creates pride, purpose, the ability to overcome negativity and transform the world. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so when you have something that is that simple as the ceremony um, and it's led by kids, then it, it, it allows people to feel like they matter. And, and it, you're right in terms of what is whatever we focus on is what we get. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, I just I just want to say that that in our divided states, we, we like I said before, we blame and shame and complain about things. We devalue ourselves. We put people down. We feel we don't matter. We get depressed and we feel worthless. But on the other hand, when we're connected and united, uh, we, we we are in a world of possibility, proactivity and prosperity where we feel valued, we're built up, we know we matter, and um, and we're inspired and purposeful to fulfill our our, our 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 mission, our dreams, and all we need is the right people around us to give us that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and those right people to to be uh, to be comfortable embracing this whole notion uh, that's expressed in your ribbon. Uh, it's. Uh, yeah, because uh, you know, I think the, the some folks may react um, and and feel vulnerable. Yeah. Oh, definitely. And uh, and children don't have that uh, that uh, very robust capacity to feel vulnerable and therefore back away from opportunities or or feel lesser than or all those other things. Go to silence. You know, all those things that that push people apart rather than bringing them together. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The uh, you said uh, the vulnerability in uh, when I Jack Canfield, the co-author of Chicken Soup for the Soul series, and uh, and the expert in self-esteem, and years ago in 1984, when I was asked to meet him, I honored him with the blue ribbon, and and I asked him, well, what did you think? And he said, well, on the scale of one uh, to ten, I think it's about a three. And I, and I said, okay. Well, I had just brought. Uh, a colleague of mine, Dr. Ash, uh, An- Angela Ashburner, with me. And I said, well, stand up and honor Dr. Ashburner. And he gets up and he looks at her. And I said, well, show the ribbon facing her. And he says, I say, say the, look at her eyes, feel from your heart. Say, I have a blue ribbon. It says who I am makes a difference and I want to honor you. And so he does that. And I said, now tell her how, how she makes a difference. And he looked over at me and said, this isn't so easy, is it? I said, no, it's, I said, it's intimate. Yeah. And he goes on and honors her. And, uh, and then he sits down and he said, I'm doing a self-esteem conference in Chicago. I think it was, and I'd like you to be on stage and open the stage, you know, be on the stage with me. Uh-huh. And I want you to teach everybody how to do the ceremony. Uh-huh. It went from you're a three to when, once you, people say, I can't explain the ribbon until I do it. Mm-hmm. Nobody knows what it feels like until you honor somebody, and then it it builds it bonds people together for life because people are never going to forget that you said you know years ago. I'm sorry that I I said that to you and I bullied you and I put you down. I didn't mean to, and I want to apologize now. And would you accept this gift from me, blue ribbon, to remind you that who you are makes a difference? And all of a sudden, they'll both cry and just hug each other. Mm-hmm. Now. It would take a lot of therapy to pay for that. In the <laughs> That's right. I think you. I think you need to have a, some kind of a scale on the on contribution. You know, if I if I pull you right from the precipice, that's going to be a much bigger bigger uh, consideration for your blue ribbon. But uh, 
Yeah. You know, I, I, um, I, again, I knew, I knew, I, I knew I needed to have this conversation with you and get, get this conversation into the stream of, uh, of, uh, of the folks in my industry. Um, cause I, I'm thinking, uh, a couple of weeks ago, I was in uh, in Las Vegas, yes. and uh, I was invited to uh, to basically conduct uh, a special edition of of the Soft to Steel podcast in front of a live audience. Mm. Uh, and I had six individuals in this conversation, and I asked some questions like, uh, you know, why, you know, the, the whole issue of commonality and differences. Why can't we find our com- commonality despite our differences? And it was interesting to hear what they had to say about it. And they were all thoughtful answers. Right. Um, they, they, and, they, and they also had good answers when I talked about what, what role does love uh, play in your life at work, at home, and in society? Uh, and they're interesting answers to that question. Uh, but, um, you know, I, I think that uh, I, think what, I think it's important uh, that, um, that I continue to try to help the construction industry to understand that, that we are people. Uh, first, uh, we are part of a community, uh, and uh, and 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 a better future is a future where people look to, as you say, what is working. Uh, and, and and I'm talking in terms of, of of just your existence and your relationships, not even what you do for a job. I'm just talking about the very basic aspect of being a human being among other human beings. Here, here's what I hear you say, and then let me just give you another flavor on this. Mm-hmm. Uh, and thank you for doing this, by the way, uh, especially in, in your industry where it seems like people are hardcore. Take them aside and everybody's got a situation going on in their family, mm-hmm. in their health, in circumstances. I put it When you get them together, everybody's like in the locker room of a football game. Mm-hmm. If you separate people, you will hear the true stories. Uh, I've had more conversations with generals, mm-hmm. presidents of countries, and people crying on my shoulder and saying, you're the first person, I'm the safest person that you can talk with. The fact is that you're right, we're all human, but we do need a tool mm-hmm. that can be used. And I'm happy to guide you through this so that you could do this if you'd like, or, or mm-hmm. we could do this together. But what brings to mind, uh, yes, let me say this. People have children and they don't know how to reach them. They have family members and their divorce rate is catastrophic. However, if you have a tool and you go and sit down with your children and tell them how much they matter Mm -hmm. and honor them with the blue ribbon, the kids will come back to their schools and they'll say, you won't believe what my dad did for me. Yeah. Or my mother. And I'm going to say one thing that I have finished my children's book, Sparky and the Magic Blue Ribbon. And it's a whimsical true story. But one of the stories in there is about this boy, Josh, who is the biggest bully in the school and a good looking fellow. And he was in my training. He was brought in because he only was in 20 percent of the school. He was always beating every kid up. And he joined in a training I did for all the leaders. And the question I asked everybody, I said, who has a dream? And Josh's hand goes up. He was in the back of the room. Nobody knew him. And I said, come up to the front of the room. And he comes up. I said, what's your dream? He said, to get along with kids my own age. Hmm. And one boy yells out, well, you're the biggest jerk in the whole school. And the bell rings and it's lunchtime. I go and have a separate lunch with Josh, ask him, well, tell me about your life. 
And he said, well, I've been in 22 foster homes. My mother is a methamphetamine addict. I dumpster dive every day for food for her. I get along with the street people, but I can't get along with kids in the school because they have all nice clothes and they have everything. And I only have this one pair of shoes and this one outfit. And he's a really good looking kid. If you saw him, you would not have known that. Mm-hmm. And I said, will you tell everybody what you just said when we come back? And he came up to the front of the room and I said, go ahead, Josh. And he said, I've gone through 22 foster homes and so forth. And the bell rang And the next day, the kids were teaching our program in every classroom. And I went to the school to see what was going in the morning. And the counselor comes up and says, did you hear what Josh did yesterday after your course? I said, no, what? He said, he went to Kyle's house, knocked on his door. And then Josh always beat up Kyle. Hmm. And Kyle opens the door and he was terrified. And Josh says, no, I didn't come here to beat you up. I came here. Why don't we sit under the tree by your house? Let's talk about our dreams. I want to help you make your dreams come true. And Josh went and apologized to every kid, every teacher in that school, his principal. And he was nominated for the San Diego Above and Beyond Award and got it for changing the whole culture of his whole school for 1,500 kids in middle school. We got him adopted. We got his mom into a hospital. And he graduated. He's now 28 years old. He just got married. Mm. But we put him around and circled him around people who could lift him up and help him and guide him. And he graduated high school, tops in his class as a singer, and everybody loved him. But he needed the support. Yeah. So that's a beautiful story. You know, Spark, it's a good story for us to end on. And I'm reminded to say that what you do is construction. You build people up. Mm. So if anybody says that uh, this conversation and the notion of a blue ribbon that says who I am makes a difference, has nothing to do with the construction industry, they're probably living a pretty sad life. I appreciate your joining me for this conversation. It's glorious. I know that when people hear it, they're going to just going to be another reason why your reputation based on your service and your commitment and your just wholehearted good feeling as a human yes. can only be amplified. So thanks for coming on the Softest Steel podcast. You're so welcome. And if anybody wants to be trained by me, we're doing an exchanging March 15th. Just come on and ask me anything you need. But God bless you. You're fantastic. Who you are does make a difference. You rock. Thanks, Sparky. <laughs> Take care. <laughs> Bye-bye. Thanks for joining us today for this episode of the Softest Steel podcast with your host, Dennis Duran. Dennis is the author of Soft as Steel and a leading speaker and trainer for organizations across many industries and verticals. To learn more about the work Dennis is doing to activate soft skills in the workplace, contact him at DennisDuranSpeaking.com. Be sure to check out his book, Soft as Steel, on Amazon or wherever books are sold. You can subscribe to this podcast on iTunes or wherever you'd like to get your podcasts. And please remember to share this episode with your friends, colleagues, and anyone you feel would benefit from the conversation. We'll see you next time on the Softest Steel Podcast with Dennis Duran. Produced by Audovita Studios. Connect your voice to the world.